Welcome to the Quality Improvement Box Set by RCVS Knowledge, a series of webinars, podcasts and video interviews for practices and practitioners. Hi everyone, today I'm talking to Lucy Coyne. Lucy is Project Manager of Vet Team AMR at RCVS Knowledge. Hi Lucy. Hi Pam, hi, thank you for inviting me to talk to you. No problem. Um, so AMR then, antimicrobial resistance, why do you think that's such a big issue for the veterinary profession? So I think antimicrobial resistance is a, a huge threat sort of globally for everybody. So it's for the veterinary profession, it's for human medicine and public health and environmental health. And I think vets are such a key sort of component of that, um, which is why we kind of think of it under this sort of one health term that it is a challenge for everybody and the veterinary profession have got such an important role to play in sort of using antimicrobials responsibly yes from the sort of public health point of view to you know we don't we want to reduce the chances of sort of zoonotic infections and resistant infections in human medicine but I think also very importantly is we want to sort of maintain animal health and welfare. So both from the sort of from the farm animal perspective, obviously ill health causes a lot of productivity issues. So maintaining effective antimicrobials contributes towards having healthy animals with a sort of high level of welfare and good productivity. Um, and from the sort of pet perspective, we've obviously got the need to have effective antimicrobials to treat, you know, companion animals and equines. But but also it's really important to sort of note that we need to use them in the right cases. So it's the sort of rumour as much as necessary, um, you know, as little as possible, but as much as necessary. And I think that's something that, that every vet out there shares that that's what they want to do. And it's just about providing sort of tools and support for the veterinary profession to to support vets in that sort of responsible antimicrobial use, which very much sort of links to the vet team AMR projects and the projects that RCVS Knowledge are focusing on around antimicrobial use and antimicrobial resistance and looking at sort of that 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 putting that piece in for the vet profession as part of that sort of bigger overall kind of society responsibility. So what is vet team AMR then? So vet team AMR is the sort of overarching term for our antimicrobial stewardship projects at Knowledge, um, which I'm lucky enough to um, be involved in leading. And vet team AMR encompasses the existing project we've got called Farm Vet Champions which is a really exciting project that launched in May last year and it includes 20 hours of free CPD uh, on the online learning platform on Moodle um, so it sits alongside the other RCVS knowledge um, resources and that has 20 hours of CPD around responsible antimicrobial use for farm animal species so it has species specific modules it's got stuff around the kind of wider One Health issues, responsible use of medicines, um, things like the Cascade. And then it's got some really, really exciting material that makes it quite different around communication. So kind of we've got we've gone and we've um, recruited um, as part of the project. So it's a hugely collaborative project. We've got sort of specialists that have done areas of research and focused on communicating with farmers and some really exciting sort of innovative ways of um, maybe questioning what your status quo is and making you think differently on how you communicate with farmers around antimicrobial use. And it also signposts to really important initiatives around things like the Medicine Hub, um, the existing electronic medicines book, 
and um, you know covers the importance of collecting antimicrobial yeast data at a farm level. And um, so this is that, that's Farm Vet Champions to date, and we are moving into a really exciting part of Farm Vet Champions where we will be launching a smart goal tool um, for use by both individual practitioners and teams. And this is really exciting sort of resource to look around what you are doing in terms of your antimicrobial use um, behaviours and maybe ways in which you can set yourself a target to do things, for example, like, um, you know, meetings with farmers to discuss responsible antimicrobial use and actually setting yourself sort of these time bound smart targets to um, and goals to, to sort of achieve and as an op opportunity to kind of audit your own behaviours and actually look at kind of how you can work either as an individual or as a team around the sort of quality improvement. So it fits very much under your sort of benchmarking um, umbrella. And Vet Team AMR as well. So it was so successful and it's been so, I mean, the success of Farm Vet Champions is in its collaborative nature. You know, all of the major species organisations, as well as, you know, around farming, um, NFU, HDB, to name just a few. Um, the full list are on the RCBS Knowledge website if you're interested in who's, who's collaborated on that. And the success in that project is their sort of ownership and contributions towards the project. And off the back of that, we were managed to secure some additional funding from the VMD to support moving into Companion Alum and Equine. And that project is just kind of about to sort of start, start and looking at sort of development and launch in the summer. And the initial focus for Companion Alum and Equine will be around an antimicrobial auditing tool. And this is a tool to benchmark your antimicrobial use. So links to benchmarking. And it's all around the kind of idea of quality improvement and clinical audit. So you as a veterinary practitioner will be able to benchmark your antimicrobial use against a group of anonymous, so anonymous aggregated data around similar veterinary practices. So it gives you an opportunity to actually sort of evaluate what, what you're doing and how that compares with sort of the average of other practices out there. And that will be sort of total antimicrobial use, but also um, you can look specifically at the HPCIAs, the highest priority critically important antimicrobials, which, um, you know, is, is something that is an area of concern particularly. So these are antimicrobials that we do need to particularly focus on reserving for those cases that we can prove antimicrobial culture and sensitivity that they are appropriate. And that's going to be such a fantastic tool for companion animal and equine practitioners to actually have a sense of what they're using. And we've had some, again, we've had really fantastic support from collaborators. Um, and to name a few, BSAVA, Beaver, Samsoc, Rumor, the companion animal and equine group are all sort of key um, members of that project as well as we've had sort of a lot of wider stakeholders and amazing support from, you know, things like the veterinary groups, the corporate groups, the independent practices. We've just had fantastic um, support. And um, there is another really exciting aspect. So we've got that sort of basic benchmarking where we can look at our antimicrobial use and contribute towards the clinical audit. But the tool is also really unique in that it has this opportunity for the owner to actually interact. So the owner can, an, an animal owner, horse or dog or cat or rabbit can choose to interact with the, with the um, tool. And this means that we can capture their information both before the consult and as a follow up. 
So that again gives you that sort of more detailed information to have a look at your clinical audit and just ha- you know to, to understand what is happening after the consultation. Is the owner finding the antimicrobial easy to administer? You know, is it an antimicrobial that maybe you you've had two choices of tablets or an injection for a cat? And there's concern that owner compliance might be an issue. Actually, it's a really good opportunity to get the owner feedback on that, on how they found tableting their cat. It may have been a daunting prospect and actually it might have been completely fine and something that's been easy to do. So that's vet team AMR in a, in a bit of a nutshell, really. Um, I think the we've got the established farm vet champions and the success of that has very much led on to well, me joining RCVS Knowledge. And the opportunity to move into companion animal um, and equine is is just really exciting, I think. I think the whole project's really exciting. So, yeah, no, I looked at um, Farm Vet Champions and, and that's great. And I was really interested in all the um, the information around managing change, because that's obviously a, a big part of all quality improvement. And by improving, you, you'll usually have to change. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. Can you just explain to us, Lucy, what the SMART goals are? Yeah, so that's a a really good question, because that was something that I joined Knowledge and they were talked about and it was something I'd heard of, but maybe was not so familiar around. So a SMART goal is a goal that you sort of can set as an individual or a team. And the SMART stands for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic and time bound. So it's about making the goal as specific as possible, but something that is actually something that is within your reach. So there's no point in setting a SMART goal that you're never going to achieve because that's that's going to, you know, you're going to fall at the first hurdle. It's about setting a SMART goal that is something that is challenging for you, but equally attainable. And the time bound aspect of it is also really important because it actually gives you a target time to achieve something and I think everybody can you know agree with it's having a deadline as much as we dislike them for things is actually a really good way of getting you to kind of organize what it is you're doing and I think that really sort of adds to helping and supporting time management and the the team aspect as well so we, we we thought a lot around what what is a team in a veterinary practice And which was one of the reasons why Vet Team AMR is called Vet Team AMR. It's recognising that it isn't just the vet or the RVN in isolation. It's part of the sort of wider team. You've got front of house staff, you've got supporting staff, you've got care assistants, veterinary technicians that are all part of exactly the same, you know, need to look at quality improvement, look at antimicrobial use. Everybody plays a really important role. And we thought about teams and what a team might be and a team we decided not it's not restricted to just a veterinary practice. It could be a smaller team within a particular practice. It could be a team within a branch practice. It could be a team across a few different practices, for example. It could be a dairy specific team. It could be a team that that is including, you know, other members of your your, you know, your RVNs, your vets. It's whatever a team means to you to set your SMART goals. It's not a sort of prerequisite that you must all be in the same location because it accepts that, you know, Veterinary practices are all very different, different species, um, you know, aspects, different different areas of the country. So it's it's um, the idea of just encouraging collaborative working and what and however your team looks. That's exactly um, what we want to do with all our quality improvement activities, Lucy. Absolutely, make um, make small changes, which in the end can can lead to, to bigger change and bring the whole team along with it. That's really important, isn't it? Um, because some some members of the team maybe don't get 
um, included as much in some of these things, like for instance, um, reception team, etc. So I think it's great that um, that you're including the whole team. So um, how will this actually work? How will practices be able to to submit data to this um, team AMR? So in terms of the, um, I'll just cover FarmVet Champions first. So FarmVet Champions is already there. It's something, it's, it's hosted on the Moodle platform. It's linked from the RCVS Knowledge website. Um, and that is a learning platform that is available for anybody in the veterinary team to sign up to um, benefit from the um, online CPD. We do have a slight distinction to call yourself a farm vet champion. You need to be either a vet or an RVN, but that doesn't mean that your reception staff can't benefit from some of the um, learning materials. Things, there's things that are really sort of relevant for things like the dispensing of medicines, for instance. In fact, Pam's done some fantastic modules on that as well. Um, and in order to access the Smart Goal team, if you're already signed up to the Moodle platform, once that is live, then that will be something that you can automatically click on. Um, you will have the opportunity to invite people to be a part of your team. So if they're already not signed up to the Moodle platform, this is a really good opportunity for them to learn around the and access the uh, online learning materials that are already there. So that's FarmVet Champions, the um, antimicrobial auditing tool. That will be something that we will have an access very similar to the canine cruciate registry. We will, once it is launched, we'll have a website available for you to sign up to. And that will offer as many options for data flow as is feasible. So we're aware of how busy vet vets are, the whole team are. And the plan is to make this as easily accessible as possible with as many sort of options for uploading data as possible. This is something that is likely to evolve over time as we're able to work with, for example, um, setting it up directly from uh, practice management systems, if that's possible. Um, we will be providing certainly as many routes as possible to upload data. So there will be a manual option. There'll be a CSV file option where you can download from your practice management system and put it into a template to upload. We are working with some really supportive um, practice management systems that are really keen to set up that automated. Um, and we've also got collaborations um, with other you know, routes so that we can offer as many options as possible. And it's a case of if the option that you would like is not available now, hopefully it will be in the future. And we will also make sure we've got enough information available for whatever route that you are choosing to put your data in, whichever route that is, make sure that we've got the supporting information around that. So that will be something to watch this space, um, but it will be the owner interaction option as well will be something that will happen again through an online portal and they will then be given follow-up questionnaires through sort of email links. So that will all be automated. Um, and we've got fantastic collaborators uh, working with us on that, um, who this is what they do, and they've been fantastic. Um, so I have no doubt that it will also have the sort of support that we need. If there's any, any queries or questions as well, we can have that directed to software specialists or to RCVS Knowledge, where we've got a fantastic team um, of We've got some fantastic RVNs and vets actually within knowledge, which is also really beneficial to help uh, support vets 
in being able to use this. And it's it's the focus as well on this is clinical audit. This is something for you as a sort of practice owner, a vetted a practice to actually just go and say, right, well, we already do audit. This is something new that we can look at. This is different. We've not been able to benchmark antimicrobial use before. I think it's a really exciting opportunity. Absolutely. And I think you're right that the key to it, as far as the practices are concerned, will be for it to be as easy as possible to input the data because people don't have a lot of time. But so I think that's great that you've, you've considered that. And yeah, um, clinical audit, they should be, be doing that. Practices now at general practice level who are in the practice standards scheme should be doing clinical audit. So this is an opportunity for them to um, be doing some audits. And as long as they're following up on and looking at their benchmarks and seeing where they can improve and then making improvements, that's exactly the kind of thing that they can show to the practice standards assessors when they visit. Um, so, you know, it's a win-win. And the, the CPD around it too, there's going to be the same kind of things you said as for Farm Vet Champion as how to, how to manage the change. Yes, yeah. So I think it's also really important to think you've got the antimicrobial auditing tool um, and the the plan is to move to doing educational material for companion animal equine as well. That actually you've got the opportunity then to to actually assess an intervention within a practice for your own clinical audit. So you can collect your data prior to that intervention, which may be undertaking additional CPD around antimicrobial use. And then you've got the the opportunity to actually go through the sort of clinical audit cycle and and see the effect of that. Um, intervention, uh, which is something that that to date it's not been available to practices, and it's it's worthwhile as well. I want to emphasise that this is a tool that is available to all companion animal and equine practices, and that's been a huge focus of RCVS knowledge and our collaborators on that is making this as accessible as possible. It's not linked with one particular practice group or a particular, you know buying group or whatever it's it's for everybody and I think that that support has been shown on we've just had a couple of really exciting stakeholder group meetings to show the smart goal tool and it's just the the attendance we had was just fantastic that you know people are interested in this as a resource which is free to use for practices um, and I think it's just something that 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 will just just grow with time and will evolve with time we will as i say continually look at how we can make things easier for practices to engage with this it's being able to measure it isn't it um, in the past we've maybe thought are we using too many of this particular antibiotic but when you once you can actually measure it then you can make the changes and measure it again and then team can see how these things are helping and that that's the important thing or you can even see when when things aren't working too so in the conversations around this uh you know i've had really interesting conversations with really proactive um practitioners that have actually gone and done this over their own their, their own time and have historically looked back and have have said oh we thought that we were using less of a particular antibiotic with we, th we thought we were focusing around this and they found you know that data has either shown yes that, that the changes they thought have happened or have actually shown oh actually our antimicrobial use has been quite static so it's then given them that information to say okay so we thought we'd done an intervention but maybe we didn't do it as we thought let's see if we can do this again let's see if we can do better let's see if we can change 
how we're using antimicrobials. Let's see if we can, you know, we want to be that that champion. We want to be that practice that can stand up and say, look what we've achieved, you know, and it's for your own clinical audit. But I think there's just nothing better than being able to see how you as a practice and as a group and as a team have evolved with time and how quality improvement and clinical audit has played such an important role in that. Yeah, I mean, definitely having the information is giving you the power to do these things, isn't it? And, but I'm really, also really interested in, in the idea of getting clients involved. I think that's um, quite quite novel, really. Um, so the clients will get emailed, will they? Is that how that will work? So, yeah, so um, clients will be invited by the practice. The practice can say this is something we're doing and give them information around the, you know, we'll, we will do, you know, a detailed information sheet that, so that clients can fully understand you know, clinical audit and the quality improvement that the practice is wanting to be involved in. And then clients can choose to sign up. They can choose not to, but if they choose to sign up, then they will be sent a questionnaire to fill out uh, additional details. And it enables the practice to con collect a bit more detailed information. So, for example, say a practice is interested in uh, antimicrobial use around diarrhea in dogs and they're potentially flagged that as an area that they would like to review what they're doing currently it gives you the opportunity then to capture the owner's reported information of what their concern is whether the dog what's their the history that's brought them to the consult you've then got the data from the consult and then you've got the follow-up questionnaire so that you can find out did the symptoms resolve the dog did they not? Did they have to come back? And you can then link that sort of dog's sort of journey through their their treatment and their antimicrobial um, use. And that then gives you a bit more information around, uh, you know, quality improvement. You can have a look at that and say, oh, actually, perhaps in some cases, antimicrobials are prescribed for dogs that maybe we could review and they're not necessary. Or you can then look back and say, OK, we've had better clinical resolution doing um using antimicrobials in x y and z cases so it's it's just an opportunity to collect a bit more qualitative information um to reflect on that and i think it's quite an exciting opportunity and certainly there there are some really really enthusiastic proactive owners that i think will be really excited to contribute towards um clinical audit and quality improvement in their veterinary practices Certainly. When I've spoken to owners about that, they've been keen. And when I spoke to um, to Ross about um, using the canine cruciate registry, he said that he hadn't had any any clients that he'd um, asked to uh, get involved in that refused so far. So so that's great. And I think there are a, there is a, a potential there, isn't there, with, with clients? Because in human medicine, they're using patient reported outcome measures a lot more than these days. Proms they call them. Um, so I think that's a whole new area for us to to get involved in, which is which is great. Um, and it'd be really interesting to know what the compliance is with some owners when the uh, antibiotics. But, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And and I think it also, you know, it. I, I fully appreciate the difficulties in tableting a cat. And I, as a practitioner, probably sympathise less than now I am a cat owner. And I think it's a really good way of sort of capturing that that information around how owners are finding administrating antimicrobials at home which is something we don't we don't have that information about at the moment no and, and as, a, as a dog owner i um, can easily tablet my dog but remembering to carry on and finish the course is a whole different thing once the <laughs> yeah. dog is apparently better and i can sympathize with clients on that one as well Oh, that's been amazing, Lucy. Thank you so much. Your enthusiasm for all this really shines through. And I think it's such exciting times. Um, so everybody just have a look on the RCBS Knowledge website at um, AMR Hub and um, 
yeah, we look forward to you all joining in soon. Yes, thank you. And we're also always more than happy and really excited to hear directly from anybody that wants a bit of further information about the project and uh, watch this space because there will be a lot of exciting news coming out in the coming months on this project. And we'd love to have some case examples too, wouldn't we, from people that have applied that knowledge that they've, they've gained from AMR Hub. Absolutely. And that is a key component as we're moving forward on FarmVet Champions and will be on Companion Animal and Equine as well. One of the best ways to learn is to learn from others. Um, and there's just we we held a workshop at BCVA recently and just having vets coming up to us and saying, oh, from far, off, off of FarmVet Champions. I, I saw this and then I thought about this and I implemented this change and it's been really positive. And we want to hear those from practitioners because one of the best ways to learn is actually to learn from people that have done that on the ground and have can tell you the success and the failures in some some cases. But it's about those successes and celebrating those and looking at different ways of working. Just 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 questioning the status quo. It's very easy to get into habitual behaviours, but it's really quite exciting, I think, to to have this these tools from knowledge to actually use those to move forward and look at how you can change what you're doing and think about things in a different way. And all those, all our uh, QI tools from knowledge, they're all there free. And that's what makes our, our, that's what gives us job satisfaction, isn't it, Lucy, knowing that people are using them out in oh, practice. Oh, definitely, yeah. And I love, I love it when, when I get feedback. I had feedback, just an email saying how wonderful FarmVet Champions this week. And it, it really does lift you because you just think this is fantastic. Everything that we're, we're doing and we're building and we're working with. And I think, as I say, I want to emphasise the collaboration on the projects is absolutely fantastic and is absolutely essential to their success. Um, so, yeah, so we were also any any further interested stakeholders in either projects as well. More than happy. Please get in touch. And VMD have been amazing, haven't they? Funding a lot of this. Oh, absolutely. VMD are super, super keen and interested and really excited about the use of the tool around sort of clinical audit. It's exactly their area of interest, but they also just they're there to support the veterinary profession. And it's fantastic that we can work with them and we can deliver we can deliver as knowledge because we sit in such a unique position um, that we can sit and work with everybody to deliver deliver such exciting, you know, learning materials and tools for clinical audit and quality improvement. That's lovely. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you so much Thank for your you. time. For further courses, examples and templates for quality improvement, please visit our quality improvement pages on our website at rcvsknowledge.org. Thank you.